0: And we are live lead-off talk with myself, Caitlin, and joined by Gabe, as always. Gabe, how's it going there, buddy?
1: Going great. How about you?
0: Huh? I'm, I'm all right. I'm doing pretty good. But dude, what a crazy MLB trading deadline we had. I mean...
1: Crazy. Wild.
0: Insane. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I still can't believe the deals that happened happened. And
1: yeah, and the Nationals and Cubs, I'm surprised to have a team.
0: Yeah, and the (laughs) fucking and couple a couple of the guys who we thought would be traded didn't get traded. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just it's insane uh, what happened these last few days. Um, Wild. Yeah, dude. So let's start off with the giant trade in Major League Baseball, the Washington Nationals. Trading Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, so not only you can make the argument the second best pitcher in baseball to the Dodgers, but arguably the best shortstop in Major League Baseball in Trey Turner. Again, the to the Dodgers, the rich get richer. Yeah, for Hybert Ruiz, their number one uh, prospect, Josiah Gray, their number two prospect. Um. And two other players, one of them was like their number nineteen prospect, and I have it right here: Josiah Gray and Kybert Ruiz. Well, I guess flip them: Kybert Ruiz and Jos- Josiah Gray, the number forty-one and forty-two top prospect in Major League Baseball real- of, all, of all teams. Those two guys are on the move, move to play in Washington, whatever. But, I mean, just just what an insane day. Because, first off, this trade was agreed <laughs> in principle on Thursday. And for, like, four hours, we all thought that Max Scherzer was headed to the San Diego Padres. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. I sent it in a group chat. I was like, oh, he's a Padre.
0: Yeah. And we're just like, you know, Jesus Christ, how much pitching does Jake Cronenworth need you know what I mean (laughs) right but I mean and then out of nowhere Dodgers are in it and then they're getting Trey Turner and they're willing to give up two of the most coveted prospects in Major League Baseball both of which are are 100% ready to play in the MLB whether it's right now or or next year um Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just insane. I mean, it's just insane to think about. So let's just, uh, I'll get your thoughts on that. And, you know, does this, I mean, I guess the cliche question is, does this make the Dodgers the favorite going into the playoffs? Um, Right. But yeah, uh, your, your, your thoughts on your thoughts on that outlet. I don't want to, your thoughts on the Dodgers trade.
1: (laughs) Well, first it's, ah, I mean, it's, When I heard about it, I'm like, there's no way this is true. I mean, you can't – best shortstop in baseball, arguably. And like you said, second best – or I mean, he's top five pitcher in baseball going all the way to the Dodgers, too. And in the Dodgers' defense, I mean, the Nationals got a lot, but those two guys are blocked. They're not coming up. You know what I mean? There's there's no where to put them on the team. Uh, The catcher, he's – Will Smith is one of the best young catchers in baseball. So Mm -hmm. you have him. He's blocked. He's not coming up. Just I agree, that rotation was already nasty. And yeah, now, I mean that
0: rotation was already yeah. seven deep to start. So the even year. though
1: they gave up a lot, those two guys really weren't coming up anytime soon. Right. So yeah, they gave up a lot, but the I mean, it's you can still look at that trade like the Dodgers won. It sort of and the Nationals got a good get back. It's but uh, I mean we're gonna talk about all of them, but like you see the Dodgers do that, then the Giants go out and do something, the Padres do something. It's honestly ridiculous. The three best teams of baseball could be in the same division.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it's it is scary insane. to think that it is insane that we could potentially have a U Darvish versus Max or wildcard game. Yeah, and
1: then neither one of those teams could oh yeah. my God. Yeah, it's I, scary no, to know yeah. one of those teams are gonna get out in the wildcard. Yep. <laughs> it's insane to think about.
0: And I mean every oh. other every other team in the National League, I mean, we see um or we saw the let's say the the NL East, a lot of those teams do you know do something and you know i mean the the braves completely redid their outfield um yeah obviously the mets made a made a giant trade trading for javi baez but they those neither you know if you if you don't win your division you're not making the playoffs because no all yeah. three of those teams in the in the NLE or yeah the NL west are going to make the playoffs and like yeah. i said unless something
1: major at, happens
0: yeah, and it's it, I mean, dude, it's just insane. It is insane that that happened. <laughs> that lineup for the Dodgers. I mean, it's I mean, Trey Turner, it's yeah, Trey Turner, playing second. Corey Seager, he'll be he's he'll be back. Um, you still have Belly. You still have Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts, Muncie, forget, yeah, forget. Mookie Betts, just, Justin Turner. Nah. Like, uh, is is there a it's, worse it's player, scary. Like. Is there worse player like Pollock, and he's really good too? I mean that is just a yeah. lethal. But you know it's crazy. Does
1: Pollock even start starting that
0: team? Um, I don't. know. They're, they're all trying. healthy. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I'm trying to think.
1: The outfield's gonna be Belly, Mookie, M-
0: Mookie, and who's I was thinking Chris Taylor. Taylor. Oh yeah, Chris Taylor. Yeah, also but I guess, could, Taylor. I guess it could.
1: I guess it could be Pollock. But I'm thinking yeah. Chris Taylor. Then the infield's gonna be Turner, Seager, uh. Turner, Trey Turner, and Justin Turner, and then and obviously Lussie. Max at first, and Will Smith behind the plate. Yeah, and that's why like Gavin Lux is probably the utility guy. And... He, that's so <sighs> stupid. Yeah it's, yeah, it's stupid knowing they have Gavin Lux just not being
0: able to play. Yeah, he's not even going to be – and, you know, that they have an opportunity to where they could trade Gavin Lux in the offseason and get another top-tier player. Yeah, with... or
1: they don't let Seagull walk and yeah. just move Gavin to second, and now they have Turner at short.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, they're playing
1: they're playing chess, Nobody's playing checkers.
0: I mean, it also helps where, you know, you have the payroll to do crazy things like right. this. Right. But you also have to, I mean, the Padres did what they did, they acquired every pitcher that was available this off season. Yep. And the Giants, I mean, you know, the Giants made like sneaky under the radar moves. Like they acquired Tony Watson again. Like that guy is just Great solid for them. Um Yep. Obviously, Chris Bryant. I mean, they. they I think it's a perfect fit. Uh, fit. I mean, when I think Chris Bryant, I think he, for some reason, I, he'd never. He looked a little off in a Cubs uniform, and I think in a Giants uniform, like playing outfield, I think he'll fit in. Just, I think he'll fit in perfectly. Yeah, personally, and
1: if anything happens, the infield with all injury prone they are, yeah, like Longoria, he can just slide a third. You know yep. what I mean? But and he can slide anywhere in the outfield. He really is good. I think people underestimate how good he is in the outfield too.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a great it's, pickup. It's such a great pickup. So talking so we talked about those moves. Um we'll go kind of reverse from like not really reverse, but we'll go chronologic chronologically. I think I said that right. That's
1: a good because I would have messed that up, so I'm proud of you.
0: Yeah. Um we'll go from so we left off. Trades that were basically worked on and announced on late Wednesday night. So we won't talk about the Gallo trade because we already talked about that. Um, But we'll talk about, we'll start with the first trade of like Thursday and Friday. It involved the Cleveland Indians trading (laughs) Cesar Hernandez, who, I mean, are we happy?
1: I'm ecstatic.
0: Yeah, I, it, I don't understand. People were a little upset over this move, a lot upset yeah, for they, some reason. Yeah,
1: yeah, they were upset about this one, and they were really upset about the other one. We're we'll gonna talk about later with Eddie, but we'll we'll get to that later. I saw a lot of people upset about that one, which blows my mind even more. Yeah, but I, um, I just yeah,
0: it didn't really this make Cleveland sense. Cleveland fans
1: like the bitch, just the bitch. But um, yeah, I mean, I I mean, we talked about how much we didn't like uh, Hernandez. I mean. Let me rephrase that. I, I like Hernandez. It just he's not a leadoff hitter for our team, mm-hmm. and he, I value defense, and <laughs> he can't do a backhand. It yeah. upsets me <laughs> like no other.
0: And I mean, it's just insane that people are getting upset with. Well, he has power. Okay, this is this year, his first year he's ever shown power at all. But his average Wait. has now dipped. It, it is, I believe when I look when I looked it up 41 points below his his normal career average he's hitting 231 his career average is 272 so yeah he's in for more power but I would think for your leadoff hitter you'd rather have the nine home runs and the 270 average instead of the 18 home runs in the 200 exactly.
1: no 100
0: and I mean we talked about it all the time he can't hit a fastball um defensively he's become mediocre after winning the gold glove last year he strikes out way too much um it just you know and you know i'm kind of kicking myself because you know thinking about like i guess in hindsight truly thinking about like oh what teams could trade for hernandez chicago made the most sense you know they um they missed out on escobar nick madrigal's out for the year with an injury and they had a hole at second base and you know what he'll hit second or wherever for them and you know we'll, we'll see what happens but it's it's um it's kind of funny the thing it's is, kind yes. of funny because i was just like light. for some it was so quiet like for the indians i right. really felt like they were just gonna sit and do nothing but then like after the first trade i was like oh well here we go like we're gonna see multiple trades and that's exactly what happened
1: Mhm. And what I, what I find a little funny too, like I know what's gonna happen too. He's gonna go there. He's gonna hit good. People are like, "I can't believe we gave this guy up." But it comes down to it. He he's a better fit for them than he was for us
0: at this point. For the yeah, fact that he does, said. he's
1: not hitting the lead off for them. Mm-hmm. He might not even hit a top three. Who knows where he's gonna hit? Like normally, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's just not a he. Him hitting for power for them is gonna be good for them. Him hitting power for us, lead off solo shots or whatever. It's just not good. It's not it's not good for us. It just it just doesn't fit. I'm cool. It just doesn't fit. Yeah, it doesn't fit with what we're doing.
0: And the guy who the Indians get a left-hander, he's 23 years old. uh, Connor Picklington. I think. Um, he wasn't rated in their top 30 prospects, but there was an article basically saying how he could potentially be a left-handed version of Lancelin.
1: Yeah, he's he 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 already kind of reminds this trade. I mean, okay, let me backtrack here. This trade kind of reminds me of the how we got Corey Kluber. We got a guy who is in the top Mm thirty, who everybody said like, "Oh, he could be good, but needs to show a lot more." I'm not saying the guy, I'm not putting that kind of pressure on, but it kind of reminds me of kind of like that kind of deal right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's um. We'll see. I think looking at it's something. Yeah, I mean, I think looking at uh their forty man like going forward, um he'll be definitely on the forty man. Uh, I'd rather see him potentially pitch than Logan Allen or J. C. Mejia. You know, I, what I, I mean? if I never
1: see low, yeah, if I never see those two again, I'll be okay.
0: And I mean, I hate to be like that, but I mean, it's just at this point, it's just getting ridiculous. Like right, you know, it just it is what it is, and he's another guy where. Uh, the Indians will have to put him on the forty man uh, because he is Rule Five eligible. Um, so uh, in the off season, so you know, we'll we'll see. Um, you know, I, at this point, you can never have enough pitching, and I think this year proved it. Um, they, I believe, I mean, what was it? They drafted like all but like three pitchers in the draft this year. So you know, all but one. Was it was it all but one? Yeah,
1: it was it was a short stop shortstop that we got, and then and then we Every... draft we we signed an undrafted catcher.
0: Huh.
1: It was a shortstop my like third or third round, I believe, and then everybody else was a pitcher.
0: Huh. I thought Almost I was like I'll be honest, no, but you're probably right because I I only remember, I'll be honest with you, I only remember the shortstop. I figured they they took like a you know a catcher or an outfielder, like, but I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah they, I, mean, I but, know
1: they signed a catcher.
0: That's kind of insane, but. Like there's another uh, yeah, team. 11. I mean, we drafted another the entire. Drafted all pitchers. Um, yeah, uh, I think it was the Angels. They drafted all yeah. every pitcher, um, in every round. Uh, I believe we drafted every starter for Florida, all three of their starters.
1: Yeah, yeah, something like that. It was
0: Florida, uh, if I remember correctly. But yeah, man, it is. Um, you know, it's interesting. I guess any of these trades is just kind of, you know, it is what it is. Um actually I've been to, you know, we had some more breaking news on, on Thursday, uh, Tito stepping down for the year because of health issues. Yep. Uh, You probably should have let off with that, but honestly, the, I mean, the tr- yeah. I mean, there's just so much news, like everything just happened. Like, <laughs> right, all it, within... it's,
1: a, it's scary going on manager is we forgot about that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I was, I meant to bring it up event, you know, it was going to be brought up eventually, but yeah, it was just like insane. Like what an insane couple of days for you know, the Indians and, and in baseball. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think, I, mean, I, I guess it's weird to speculate, but do you think this is this for Tito or do you think he attempts to come back and, you know, to maybe give it like one or two more years and retire as the winningest, winningest manager in Cleveland baseball history? Because he's only so, seven or eight games away. Yeah. So
1: two two things before I said answer that. They took 21 players in the draft, 18 college pitchers, one high school pitcher and two position players, so that's how I broke down.
2: <laughs> that's funny. so
1: yeah. So, but I like the college players be up here quicker. But um, a Tito, me and my uncle talked about this today, and he brought up the point. He thinks that Tito, he thinks next year Tito is going to resign after the season or retire,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Alomar will be the head coach. Yeah, I mean, I could see
0: that. I think I think Sandy is the manager
2: Next
0: in line yeah yeah um i think i mean alomar has been here since maniaca and
1: yeah he's had yeah he, he's had interviews to be yeah. head coach um other places so i feel like he had to have gotten like i mean maybe he hasn't got the choice to be a manager but like the end he's like just wait around you'll get it
0: yeah Dude, and, first and, off
1: you chain is awful okay go ahead sorry
0: did i miss something
1: he just second first second and third
0: and he struck out or something.
1: Yeah, one out, was struck out. Yeah. Oh, great, hey, awesome. Perez bunting him over, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, I just, um, I'm just trying to think because I mean it was just like I said, crazy few days. Now I, I think from what it sounded like, it, it sounded like Tito was in just rough shape, like physically, mm-hmm. but like his enthusiasm about the team and. He always talks about, you know, working with Antonetti and and Turnoff and the front office and ownership and and how he, like, genuinely loves those people. And I just don't see him – I don't see this being it. I don't think this is how he wants to walk away because he still has that spark, but I also feel like he won't manage a team outside of Cleveland ever again. Like, if he no, retires, yeah. like that. Yeah, I think when he's it.
1: done with Cleveland, he's done. Yeah.
0: Now – I, I think I think he could you know maybe be part of their front office when he retires from managing whatever, you whatever that means you know what I mean, um. Mm-hmm. But I think overall, uh, I think um, I I don't think this is it for him. I think, I mean it's crazy he has to have a hip replacement. Um, he has to have a rod put in his foot. I mean, like I mean it's insane so hopefully he just he gets healthy and you know if he decides to come back and if he's able to come back you know we all know he'll be welcome welcomed back with open arms whatever that may be so but I don't think this is it I just don't think no I I hope it's not either I don't think he would want to go out like this you know what I mean
1: right being forced out like
0: I think he'd want to go out on his own terms.
1: Right. And I do think when he does go like like you said he has done and only reason I say Alabar is just because I mean, I feel like he is in waiting, but obviously, I hope Frank kind of gets right and he's back.
0: Yeah. And he manages like, for another be weird
1: not, yeah. two,
0: three, four years if he, if right. he wants to.
1: Yeah. He, I, feel, I want him to go out on his own way, like you said. Yeah. When he's done, then it'll be done.
0: And I don't think at this point, I think Sandy, I don't like the Indians aren't saying, hey, stick around to, to Sandy. I think they're like, you know, if you have an opportunity, you know, go do it because there's only 30 of them. But, right. if, you know, if you stay here, you're the guy eventually. Right. No, so, yeah, I agree. But you, but you also, it's also weird, right? You you don't want somebody like Sandy Alomar, and maybe this is should be a different discussion for another day, but I don't think that they would want Sandy Alomar to be the lame duck manager, like in the middle of a transition year where right. – you know like a Brandon Hyde in, in Baltimore because I think overall I think he's a, probably a pretty good manager but man those are some extremely tough times if, if you're the Baltimore manager you know taking over for um uh who's the manager uh Buck uh, Showalter Walker. yeah Buck, you know yeah, what I mean bud, Buck, yeah, a- yeah. A- after all those years and multiple playoff appearances and now you have to Somehow manage and develop a, a team that's lost over a hundred games multiple times. Like it's just tough. Yeah, and I don't
1: think well, I also do, that do think that we're. Either. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do think we're in better position. Like I know that everybody's like call the cops because we're trading all these people and everything, but I do think that we're still in a position to contend next year. Oh yeah, with how our team is organized, like, I don't our farm system's so good that like, we can produce these guys. Like I don't think that we're ever gonna. Like, I don't see uh in this. I don't know, five ten years of seeing us being like that bad, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I 100 percent agree. All right, back to the train deadline stuff. Yep. Uh, I know that was like a tangent, <laughs> but you know, right, that's
1: what we do. People are used to it.
0: And hopefully, we could because there's so many trades and so much stuff to like talk about. But it was kind of, uh, yeah, 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 fly by some of these. Uh, the Blue Jays acquire left-handed pitcher Brad Hand from the Nationals for catcher Riley Adams. <laughs>
1: Uh, good luck with that Blue Jay fans Good yeah. luck with that he's really good pitcher I will say that he is really good, but he is the most stressful stressful pitcher I've ever watched in my life
0: I mean <laughs> he they would had do, to do really so- good
1: and just Oh, yeah I, Yeah, I, they, they had, had to do to. something I don't, I don't, yeah. it's not a bad pickup it's just I hope they're ready to just to be on the edge of their seat every time he's out there
0: yeah I mean it's yeah, you know, not just being an Indians <laughs> fan but you know being a Nets fan too and watching their games oh, yeah I mean yeah. he's Recently, he's blown some really bad games, and Matt's Nats bullpen has blown quite a few games for them this year. But, yeah, right. it's it's tough. It is. It's tough, but, I mean, it's a deal that um, – so Adams is the s- number 17th on Toronto's top 30 prospects. He's 25 years okay. old. He made his MLB debut uh, earlier this year. Um, he oof, started his career three for 28 with 12 strikeouts. Um, I don't know where he fits now with the Ruiz because obviously this, this happened before the Scherzer deal. So um, this happened Thursday morning, but I guess you can never have too many catchers. And uh, you know, for the blue Jays, you had to go out and get some bullpen arms. And this was definitely, uh, you know, I don't want to say like the top guy, but you know, one of the guys who was on a team that wasn't contending anymore and you know, Hopefully it works out for them. I, if you're a Blue Jays fan, I would be extremely hesitant every like you said, every time Brad hand comes in, but you know, at least he has, you know, he has the track record record of, yeah, experience, playoff experience to, you know, be part of a winning team and winning culture and all that stuff. So um, just good luck to Brad hand. I hope it works out. I really do. Um, But you know, it, it, he could be next on the list of guys who Tito kind of killed their arm.
1: Yep. So We know all about that.
0: Uh, obviously, Yankees acquired Joey Gallo. We talked about that. Uh, White Sox acquired right handed pitcher Ryan Tapera from the Cubs for left-hander Bailey Horn. Uh, Bailey Horn was the number 23 prospect on the, for the White Sox according to MLB Pipeline. Tapera, I mean, kind of came out of nowhere this year. Um, for the Cubs uh, I know he, he's been hurt and he was just activated off and I believe he just gave up you know the tying run to the Indians just now or just a little bit ago he was pitching yeah. the 8th inning before we hit record Um, but if you're the White Sox man you know you're solidifying that bullpen with
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's a good good move under the rated move to be honest too with all the moves that happen today
0: yeah and Tapera's been awesome. He's got a 2.91 ERA, uh, 50 Ks in 43 innings. Um, yeah, I was just, you know, very solid move for, for the White Sox to kind of solidify their bullpen fruit for the playoff run. Uh, the Mariners acquired uh, Diego Garcia from the Rays for JT. I don't know, right handed pitcher. First name is JT and Austin Shelton. Shulton is the number seventeen prospect, and I don't really see they don't really have anything about um, the right the pitcher, but okay. It is, it is weird, uh. For, I, I mean, is this the, is this the? Hey, this is the full, you know, handful of moves that the Mariners are gonna do. We're going replace Kendall Graven with Castillo like uh,
1: it, it still upsets me so much because it still makes no sense it's not the fact you got a guy to replace him it's the fact you gave him up to the Astros still for nothing in my opinion yeah and I could be way off I mean who knows but yeah to me it still just makes no sense to me
0: why I mean it's as again it just doesn't make any sense and uh The, uh, the relief pitcher he's been with Seattle all year uh, he has a three era and 31 relief appearances with Seattle this year um okay. so I guess they're just replacing him with with uh, uh, Castillo I mean the Rays are weird right there was a a meme shared in a group message that said uh <laughs> the the one analytically bad thing about Castillo is that he's now arbitration of eligible.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so you know, it just it's it's weird. I, I still don't like the bevy of moves Seattle did. It just doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make much sense to me. But you know, to, to again, any time to trade your one of like your team leaders in your clubhouse to a division rival, it just it just stupid. So it doesn't really make much sense to me.
1: No, no. Yeah. Like, like I say, Castillo could be a really good player. I mean, it just, you could have him and Craven. <laughs> so, yeah, I,
0: yeah. yeah, That's what I mean. Like, I, I, I don't... And you can't I, have I, I too many don't...
1: closers. Look what the White Sox just did.
0: Yeah. It just doesn't... Yeah. Does not make... Does not make sense to me. Um, Dodgers acquire left-handed pitcher Danny Duffy and cash considerations from the Royals for a player to be named later. Uh, Duffy waived his you know... Uh, uh, you know, his uh veto trade thing to, to go to um the Dodgers. Now this was right when everybody thought Scherzer was going to the Padres. Yeah. So they ended up getting Duffy and Scherzer. <laughs> for, yeah, and
1: Duffy probably won't start from them. He's probably gonna be like long innings and stuff like that. I heard when I mean, it yeah. comes down to it, but that's still a I mean veteran guy, good get too.
0: Yeah. I mean was part of their World Series team and you know it just had uh, again m- multiple crazy trades uh, when it comes to uh, the yeah. Dodgers uh the Yankees acquire Anthony Rizzo f- from the Cubs for Alexander Vizcaino and Kevin Alcantrana, um the number nine and number 12 prospects for the for the uh for the Yankees uh,
1: who, who would have thought that you get more for Anthony Rizzo than Joey Gallo and I like Rizzo but that just kind of yeah. blows my mind a little bit
0: yeah it does not it does not make sense uh at all to me um and especially when Rizzo was uh, he, I mean he's a free agent at the end of the year you know what I mean so yeah yeah I don't I don't get another
1: year yeah yeah it I don't sense.
0: yeah I don't understand c-
1: cheers to the I mean cheers to the Cubs for getting them getting that farm
0: yeah yeah, and
1: also, 100%. the Yankees are giving up a lot of a lot of people in their home system to not make the playoffs. So yep. it's really mind blowing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. So yeah, the um, it just what a weird that's a weird trade. And Rizardi hit a home run, which is you know kind of funny. Um, right. Uh, I think Shelfie, and if you follow Shelfie, he's MLB the show streamer and YouTuber, and uh, he he said that this deal. Anthony Rizzo gives him like Mark to type vibes for the Yankees, and I kind of agree yeah. with him. Yeah. And I you know, that. Rizzo playoff, you know, obviously the Yankees don't need like playoff experience, guys, but you know, it, it can always help with it's the better of the dugout, too. Yeah, and but it's also like you know, they need left-handed hitting. Um, their lineup was extremely right-handed hitting or right-handed. Heavy and obviously they get Rizzo, they get Joey Gallo. Um, obviously, Rizzo's swing is going to be perfect for the uh, <laughs> uh, for uh, for Yankee Stadium. So right. uh, it, yeah, it should it should be interesting. It, you know, there was a lot of rumors of Rizzo potentially going back to um the, the Red Sox where he was originally drafted. That obviously didn't happen. Um, but yeah.
1: Anthony Rizzo going to the Yankees. Can I can I sidebar real quick about yeah, something? Ahead. Yeah. Um, Are you watching the Indians game? I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Okay, just real quick, if because somebody's probably watching the Indians game, is watching us right now. We four four game bottom of the eighth inning, right? Mm-hmm. Lead off guy Garcia hits ball up the middle. of Rosario makes an error. I'm a, I i do not know what they call it an error, but it, he should have made the play. Mm-hmm. Guys, sit. Okay. Next pitch. Karachek throws it past the catcher. He goes yep. in second. They're trying to bunt. Mm-hmm. Next pitch, are still trying to bunt. But Perez throws about a second to trying to pick him off. Rosario literally just misses the ball. Gets the third. <laughs> and now they're about five to four. So go ahead. Just the worst baseball I've ever seen in my life right there. It was so bad that Perez yelled out to Rosario after the play. You could tell he was pissed. Like, it, the Perez, they weren't going to get him. But Rosario literally just missed the ball. But go ahead. I'm sorry. We'll continue with this. I said, to. Uh, had to talk, tell you about that real quick.
0: And it's, now who's uh, up,
1: Hernandez? First and second.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, poetic. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. <laughs> I just
2: yeah.
0: yeah, we'll go. I'm sure we could finish uh, the uh, podcast with a with a rant about the Indians right now. <laughs> right. Let's uh, uh, let's continue on the uh, yep. the trade talks. So then the Red Sox acquire Al Fielder. Kyle Schwarber from the Nationals. Again, the Nationals just traded their entire team along with the Cubs like we <laughs> talked about uh, to, like I said, to the Red Sox for Aldo Ramirez, who is the 19th uh, prospect uh, ranked mm-hmm. in um, the Red Sox organization. He is in Class A Salem, um, so you know whenever he gets brought up, he gets brought up. But yeah, Kyle Schwarber. Playing in Boston, probably playing left field. Um, your thoughts? Obviously, he he's hurt, so he'll be
1: right on the shelf. For I, a I like it. I like it, but the only only thing I was wondering about is, I was trying to do the thinking about it as soon as do the trade. I know he's out for I don't know, probably like a month still.
2: Yeah, I'm at guessing. least a few but, weeks.
1: A few weeks. Yeah, when he does come back, feel it's pretty like good already. Unless yeah. I'm, I might be not. Unless somebody's injured, but that guy they caught uh, Duran. Yeah, he's Durant. been he's been really good. They have uh, uh, for two still, and yeah. and Renfro has been really good.
0: Yeah, Hunter Renfro. So maybe they just wrote has been playing outfield.
1: Yeah, so I just don't know where he. Unless they want to bring at who's who's first to them right now? Is it still Bobby Doback? Because I know he, he wasn't I think playing. So the, he's been okay. Maybe they put Schubert at first or something like that. I don't know. Yeah,
0: maybe I, I don't yeah, think or, he's played first, but yeah, maybe.
1: Oh yes, yeah, uh, yeah. Or because they have J because he can't play DH because that's where you have JD. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I like the move. I like the player. I just I don't know. But also, I didn't know where all the utility guys fit early this year with them too, and obviously they worked out. So yeah, I'm done questioning <laughs> the Red Sox and their moves.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean they're one of those teams that you know, especially with this move when they're all healthy. I mean, whether it's you know Schwarber in the outfield with Renfro or, you know Duran or you know whoever. Obviously Schwarber has like like we keep saying you know that postseason experience and um yeah so I yeah if you're the Red Sox you know why not and to give up oh, a low yeah. level prospect for him obviously he's fairly high rated in in their organization but a class A guy for somebody who you know was on a one year deal you no know, why not. Bucket. So. Oh yeah. You missed, I mean, that, I mean, you missed out Nationals. on Anthony Rizzo, which which maybe 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 they go all right Schwarber. I know you're hurt, but I mean he played catcher, so yeah. Maybe he. Or maybe one of those guys in the
1: outfield. Maybe Renfro. Renfro is really good defensively. Yeah, Renfro's he's really too underrated, and he's really good defensively.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, their so yeah, Outfield's already pretty good defensively. I mean, like you said, Renfro, uh, Verdugo in center. So I mean, he fits well in left field too, you know. Yeah, put him yeah. Maybe they maybe and... they
1: don't see Duran as an everyday guy yet. So yeah,
0: probably not. They could. Yeah, there. and that's
1: fine. I yeah. get it.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. The next trade, I believe, is Daniel Hudson. Yep, Daniel Hudson from the Nationals. Again, the theme of these deadline talks. Uh, <laughs> to the Padres for Mason Thompson and Jordy Barley. Uh, Barley's low level shortstop and um thompson is the number nine prospect for the padres who i mean you want to talk about a bear's made of riches i mean they traded for yeah. all these guys and they still have cj abrams they still have mackenzie gore who are i believe two of the top let's see two of the top 10 prospects i think two of in... the top
2: yeah or I have it. top I have 20,
0: it. at least. Yeah, I have it right here. Mackenzie Gore is number six, and C.J. Abrams is number eight. So. <laughs> Can you imagine? Insane.
1: You're you're one of the best teams in baseball, and you have six and eight just in your system, just ready to come up, and then you did nine trades, and you didn't get rid of either one of them.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, I mean, and they gave up <laughs> significant guys, you know, in the Clevenger deal, and in the, yeah. you know, I mean, the Indians got, kind of, you know, I believe if I remember correctly, it was, like, their number seven prospect at the time, so, but, you know, Daniel Hudson, again, another veteran relief pitcher, Um, got the final out of the World Series for the Nationals two years ago, and, um, you know, kind of solidifying the, the back end of their bullpen, even though, like, on paper, they've been good, statistically, I feel like anytime you have Mark Melanson as your closer, you're just kind of, like, on pins and needles to begin with even though he's right. been no, like,
1: you're
0: right the i think he's leading the the league in saves but um but yeah daniel he hudson reminds
1: me of like brad hand
0: yeah exactly he,
1: did, he gets the job done more than you think he just scares the shit out of you when he's out there
0: yeah, exactly and i mean <laughs> um daniel hudson has been really really good these the past handful of years and especially this year 2.20 era a thirty-eight percent strikeout rate in thirty-one games this year. I mean, what more can you want? Yeah, he's
1: been up? good for like a couple years now, and I feel like he's always under the radar. I mean, even even I mean, he got the last on the World Series, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, he got the last yeah. out. He struck and out I'm Michael like, Brantley. <laughs>
1: even talks about that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He was their closer on a team that I mean, they had they went I believe they went out and got like quite a few guys to lock up their bullpen. Yeah, I mean, they had like Sean Doolittle and, and all those guys, but no, Daniel Hudson was. The number one guy and people forget he was a starter for a long time. Um
1: Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. See, I forgot when you
0: (laughs) yeah. So, you know, he's he's kind of one of those like many success stories where they go to the bullpen and you know, hey, just I mean, we talk about this with a lot of like the young Indians guys, like JC Mejia, like just give him one inning, okay? Just give him one inning throw as hard as you can for 20 pitches, 25 pitches (laughs) at most. And just attack the strike zone. And that's what Daniel mm-hmm. Hudson does. And, you know, the Padres, they get another guy, you know, for the bullpen. Uh, the yeah. Rays acquire Sean Armstrong from the Orioles for cash. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, I mean, it's kind of a low-level deal. But, I mean, the Rays getting a um, another bullpen guy, it always seems like yeah, it's a typical race. I'm thing amazed
1: that Armstrong's still in the league. When I heard that, I was like, holy shit. We we called him up the first time, the Indians did.
0: Yeah, he was awful. He yeah. hasn't been good this year either. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, he has yeah. an 8.55 8. 8. ERA. A too. Yeah. yeah,
0: he has an 8.55 5 ERA in 20 innings this year. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, it sucks because if you have, like, one bad game for a reliever, it kind of kills your everything. But True, very true. Um, The Phillies acquire Braden Ogle from the Pirates. I've never even yeah. Heard wasn't
1: this that the, was that the was that the trip that was a triple A guy? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Triple A. Three
0: point one three ERA for Abraham Gutierrez. What level? I mean, it's kind of weird. Just I just like really... a, just a debt move, yeah. kind of. Yeah, I don't know really why this was on the list, but okay. Uh, <laughs> the Brewers acquired Daniel Norris from the Tigers for Reese Olskin. The, you know um high level a guy for the brewers um, awesome. okay
1: I, I got one thing to say about this trade
0: i'm gonna miss daniel norris because every time he pitched against the indians they scored yeah and i also
1: want to say too
0: i actually still hey Gabe, you muted yourself everybody
1: okay you can hear me now yeah
0: yeah, yeah.
1: okay yeah, I drop my phone. Sorry. So, <laughs> I just want to say, yeah, welcome to the podcast, guys. Um, I think Daniel Norris can still be a really good pitcher in this league.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know why. I've thought that for four years now. <laughs> so, I could just be that guy. But I think this could be one of those, like, good moves for the Brewers that a lot of people, like, thought was just, eh, when they heard about it. You know, if that makes sense.
0: You know what I feel like? I feel like this is a move that's going to get Daniel Norris paid this offseason. He's a free agent. He'll play – he'll pitch, I think, solid for the Brewers. And then some team is going to sign him to, like, a two- or three-year deal and instantly regret it, probably by (laughs) the first game he plays. For for whatever team he signs for. Because I just – he's just – I don't know, seeing him for as long as I have, he's just been awful.
1: So. No, no, you're 100% correct. Like like I said, like he – we kind of said the same thing. I thought he was gonna be really good this for some reason and then get paid and then be near north again.
0: Yeah, he, no, exactly. Uh the pirates acquire Michael Chavis from the Red Sox for left-handed pitcher, Austin Davis. Davis, a lifetime five point six five ERA in 65 appearances. Chavis, a former top prospect for the uh, Red Sox, it's kind of like a fresh start, you know, didn't really have a legitimate position. But if you go to the Pirates, hopefully, you know, I mean, they could use a first baseman, they could use a third baseman, and basically, I mean, not really third baseman because they have uh, Brian Hayes, but first baseman, corner, outfield. Chavis finally gets a chance to play every day. And yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a deal that if if I'm a Pirates fan, I go, eh, why not? I like it. Yeah, that's what I do for the Pirates. I like it a lot too.
1: The guy who lost his position in spring training, who actually had a really good spring training, the other guy had a really, really good spring training. And, uh, yeah, like you said, it's kind of fresh start for a guy. And if you want to get some at-bats and see what the league we can do, Pittsburgh's where you want to go.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, talking about another one of the uh, Indians' trades, uh, the Rays acquire Jordan Luplo and right-handed pitcher DJ Johnson from the Indians for right-handed pitcher Peyton Bentonfield. Uh, Bentonfield, I believe, was in double-A. And he's been pitching yeah, pretty yeah. well. He has, like, a two-year-old. Really?
1: Really? He has a 194 in the minor's career. That's a yeah. really good.
0: And he was the number 29 prospect on uh, MLB Pipeline for the Rays. So,
1: Yeah, I, I like the move a lot for, me, for the Indians here. and it, It's funny, too, because I'm going to go to video games here, but, like, every time I play MLB The Show, the one guy I never get rid of is Lublo, just because he hits lefties.
0: Yeah. But if you're <laughs> and an that's Indian, the guy we you- trade. Yeah, but if you're no, Indians yeah, it right makes now, sense. It's like, you know, we'll talk about their next move because that's next up on the list. But, you know, they they trade for um, they trade Phil Maton and one of the uh minor league catchers who was rule five eligible to the to the Houston uh Astros for Miles Straw. So, Miles Straw, great trade. Yeah, I would say a, a great trade, but it also kind of coincides with being able to trade Luplo. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, he's Luplo was hurt this year um a couple years ago he was a guy who i think we all went he hits all these home runs against left-handed pitching well let's see him let's see him actually do it against right-handed pitching last year he was a little banged up plus like the whole 60 game thing it's kind of hard to look at um but early on this year i mean he was playing every day right field center field playing pretty good defense um not really hitting for average but definitely hitting for for power uh in the middle of that lineup when you really needed it and right uh, it just uh you know it you know it sucks because you know you think of Jordan Luplo if you're an Indians fan you go you know man maybe if he gets an opportunity to play against right-handed pitching more but at the same time it's also like you know what if you can get something for him and if that field works out, you know it's a it's a great trade for them. I mean, when you think of Jordan Luflo, you kind of feel like he fits in perfectly for the Rays. You know what I mean? Oh, And 100%, if that isn't yeah. like the most Rays type pickup. <laughs> I don't know what is a guy who just no, attunes yeah. and can play all three outfield positions. Yeah, and no. DJ Johnson I, again. I don't really know much about him. He pitched in one game this year for the Indians. Um,
1: he has a nice beard. Yeah, but I know but other than
0: that. They just sent him down to bring up JC Mejia and Lublo was on the 60 day DL and was just activated today to then be traded. So, you know, it's, it's weird, but at the same time, you know what?
1: It makes sense. Give these young guys at bats here.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're getting to the point of the year where two months to go. I think we all know we have in Harold Ramirez, so he'll be back next year. Miles Straw obviously will be back next year. Um, he's somebody who's under control for the next four seasons i believe he won't be a free agent until uh, 2026 20, i mean he's a he doesn't strike out he just he doesn't hit for a high average i mean he hits like 250 260 so hopefully that develops he doesn't really hit for power but he's fast that that dude is a, a blur in center field and um, you know again When it comes to the Indians and their their outfield position or situation, if you can have, like we said, Zimmer or now Straw hit ninth and hit 250, 260 and play excellent defense, I mean, what more can you, what more do you want for that? And by goodness, after what we saw in today's game where Daniel Johnson (laughs) runs into Bradley Zimmer and they have a a Jose Canseco give up a Jose Canseco like home run. Uh I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just like seeing straw. I fight,
1: I fight for this dude. He does this shit to me all the time. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah,
0: but it's just like, you know, Miles Straw, maybe that has, he plays center field every day, I think. And then maybe that means uh, Zimmer goes to goes to right field full time. Yeah. Which, I mean,
1: I'm, yeah, could, I'm okay with whoever they do, but I think Straw and Harold need to be in there every day.
3: Yeah, in definitely. my opinion,
1: I think Harold. But Harold left. That's a position. Straw center. That's a position. Then find out who can play right, and whoever it is, if it's Zimmer, Daniel Johnson, um, I don't. Mercado. Mercado. I do not fucking put Framil Reyes in there. Leave Med DH. Um, any of those three, or if those three aren't producing, and you don't trust them guys, then fuck it. Give it to Nolan Jones at this point. Yeah. See what you have in him yep i don't well, there's no need to be rotating and figuring like give it to a guy see what he can do if you don't think that's a guy give it to the next guy see what he can do you know what i mean yep you need to figure out now because like next year i i i'll uh, pitch the back i expect to contend again next year
3: yeah
1: and we need to figure out who's playing right if we need to know if we need to call somebody up sign somebody to a really low deal because that's what we do in cleveland mm-hmm. but we need to figure out what's going on
0: yep yep in my and then And then part of the, like you said, part of the mile-straw deal, uh, Phil Maton goes to the Astros. Maton, the last three years with the Indians, very extremely hit or miss. At times, he, I was like, give this dude the ball more. And then he, like his last appearance uh, in Cleveland, where he gets the first two outs, and then he ends up giving up a a double with two outs, and he ends up walking three straight guys and completely loses the strike zone which is why basically kind of a uh if if there was like one outing that like personified you don't his, want to get a guy it's yeah, F- yeah. and it too. and it kind of like personified his time with the Indians where at mm-hmm. times like we said dominant a guy that like hey this dude can he 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 has strikeout stuff but he just gets erratic at at weird times and mm-hmm. like out of nowhere i mean the game the Indians were down one at the time. It was, a, I believe, the top of the ninth. And it's like, look, you need to get these three outs so we could have a chance for the bottom of the ninth. And he just – he gets the first two outs and then a double, and then it all kind of goes loose. You know what I mean? So, it's kind of mm-hmm. tough. And we're I was going to ask
1: you, too, another thing about that deal, and I know it's not like the Indians, but who's playing center now for the Astros?
0: Um, Apparently, Tucker's playing center field for them. Tucker? So, who's
1: playing – Brantley's playing right field.
0: No, I think Brantley would stay in He played there. right today. Oh, he did?
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the lineup. Brantley played right and Alvarez...
0: Played left? Played left. That's interesting. They
1: also... They're, okay, they're also playing in San Francisco, so they don't have a DH. I just realized that, too. Oh, okay. But, I mean... Then, is Alvarez playing, like... You know what I mean, though? Who? I looking don't... At I, I, right
0: don't I don't know. I don't know their... Their prospects looks like, or anything they had that
1: Chase McCormick who played against us. I guess he could oh, be, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He could be their center fielder or yeah.
1: right fielder, right field. Yeah, okay, all right. I was just because Miles Straw did a lot of good te- things for that team defensively and I, honestly hitting the ball too. Did
0: was it, was it you I was talking about Miles Straw with how no, I think so. When we talked, because I said Chris Bryant to the Astros would be a perfect uh like a, a perfect get for them. It would just be, you know, the defense uh, because Miles Straw, he, especially in that outfield and play like playing in Oakland, when you have someone like Miles Straw patrolling center field, I mean, he, he definitely helps everybody else, you know, because he has the speed and the range to get to almost everything. Oh, I mean, yeah. Even, even in the handful of games that he, uh, against the Indians this year, I mean, there was, it, I mean, there were swings that I thought were legitimate extra base hits, but he just ran them down like it was nothing. Like, oh, okay, yeah,
1: nothing. And that's why I really hope they put him in center that I'm stay there.
0: Oh yeah, I don't I mean, want him taken yeah, out. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, he's gonna play center. Like that's yeah, not a...
1: but you would yeah. I mean, I just I just really hope that like they say like, hey, you're every day center fielder, control it. You know what I mean, even if you go in like a little slump hitting the bat, you know he's better than Zimmer with the bat. Yeah. And honestly, he, he's probably better defensive than Zimmer, which is tough to say. because Zimmer's really good defensively, but I think
0: I feel he, like he – I feel like Zimmer kind of lost a half a step.
1: Yeah, he looks – I don't know if he's lost – like, like I think we talked about it earlier this year. He looks like he's, like, nervous out there sometimes now.
0: Yeah. But maybe because he just doesn't play with, like, the reckless abandonment like he did the last handful of years, which ended up being right. hurt. True. But then he also, like, he'll just make some crazy good plays, and it's just like –
1: yeah, Dude,
0: you know, he still got a great arm. He threw somebody out today at home. You
1: know, it's just mm-hmm. like, that's what's scary. Like he has all the tools to be really good. He just can never all put it all together ever.
0: That being said, you know, fuck it. At this point, I, I mean, play him in right field. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, And then, I'm Mercado, cool.
0: and then yeah. give Mercado a bats against uh, left hand or yeah, left handed pitching. Yeah, Cause I'm th- fine
2: th- with that. Because like
0: at, at this point. I think we all know what Mercado is. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? He's Mm -hmm. probably a number four outfielder anyway. And then when you have Zimmer, you know, see what you have for the next two months. If he's good, you bring him back next year. If not, you let him walk like you did Tyler Naquin. And you hope that Naylor could come back and play right field for you next year. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, 100%. So,
0: because, I mean, that's got to help too. If, you know, for next year, Naylor let's just say he comes back at you know some point next year. Uh you have Na- when you have Naylor and Harold Ramirez in in your corner outfield and then having somebody like Miles Straw just kind of like zooming around in center field. Yeah. It was always the gaps. Yeah, that's that was always like the main issue with having like Rosario and I feel like Rosario on left, Harold Ramirez in center and Naylor like
1: that oh, is that, that's zero the range. worst like yeah.
0: And no speed so
1: yeah, it's it was the worst
0: watching that. Yeah. Um the Brewers acquired John Curtis from the Marlins for catcher Peyton Henry. Curtis, not a free agent until the until after the 2025 season. Um, uh, but he's 28 years old. But this year, man, he's been pretty good. Uh yeah. 60 65 innings, 2.22 ERA, 65 strikeouts, and only 12 walks. Henry, the number 19 prospect in the Brewers uh, uh, organization, 24 years old, batted 297 between double A AA and triple A this year. I mean, if you're the Brewers, okay. like, hell yeah, I, I, yeah, I go really for like it. I love did. it.
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: Um, let's see, we talked about the Giants acquiring Tony Watson a little bit again, Tony Watson Here's what San Francisco before they know who they know who he is. It's a really good fit, so uh, we'll just kind of move on for that. Uh, the Phillies acquired Freddie Galvis again. Galvis <laughs> played for I mean he played debuted with the club 2012 remained in Philly through the 2017 season. So he knows they everybody knows Freddie Galvis. It it's a fit for them again another veteran infielder for uh, the Phillies um you know it's just one of those things uh let's see the Padres acquired Jake Marisnick from the Cubs
1: yeah I mean that the guy can come in and play may take over in right field for like uh Will Myers late in games however, yeah. that kind of yep. he's always been good defensively
0: and and the guy who the the Cubs get Anderson Espinoza who was once highly regarded as a prospect among MLB pipelines overall top fifty, but injuries and he hasn't pitched above high A. That sucks. And at twenty three years oh, old. Oh
1: yeah, twenty three. Yeah, that's still a good get for a guy that like Marizek. I mean, if yeah. he does I mean, pan out,
0: he he was on a one year one year deal worth one point five million dollars. So okay, yeah. Uh, this was a weird one. The Braves acquire Eddie Rosario from the Indians. I guess that doesn't make much sense. I mean, that makes sense, right? The Indians trading him in yeah. cash. But the Indians get Pablo Sandoval, who then they just released.
1: Yeah, I'm upset about that. I want to see Pablo get one of back here in Cleveland. <laughs> Honestly, it all matter, I know we. I'm, it's kind of a joke thinking, but I might get some hate for this. I'd rather see Kung Fu Panda in an Indians uniform than Yu Chang get a bat at this point. And I could be way off base there, but am, I, I'm tired of seeing Yu Chang get at bats.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's tough watching Yu Chang play, you know, first base or wherever. Because you know what's sad about Yu Chang, he <laughs> has, he has a nice swing. He if does you really look at it. When, and every like, time you
1: think you're gonna calm down, he does really good for one game, yeah. you're like, oh, he's up here for another month.
0: Like and. Like he'll, he'll rip a gap, and when he does, you go, oh, that's a nice swing, you know. He'll could go opposite field. He has a nice swing to right center. But overall, it's just like Jesus Christ, dude. Like, like, uh, what are you doing? What are you swinging at half the time? You're not even like the issue is you're not putting up professional at bats. You know what I mean? Right. And I suppose people could say that I guess for Bobby Bradley too at times. Like, I mean, his strikeout rates are like through the roof right now. Um, but there's been times this year where he's he's struck out looking on pitches that just weren't they weren't strikes they were they were off the plate, and he also Bobby Bradley has the power to where if he does swing the bat it could go a long way. Yu Chang, I mean, it's right, just, and
1: you've shown that already.
0: Yeah, and it's just it just sucks with Yu Chang because it's just like and maybe maybe we'll see throughout the next two months, you know what he what he is i mean i think we all know what he is but maybe every day at bats somewhere help him i don't know yeah i i I just hope that like going forward it's guys like owen miller playing over him whether it's at second oh yeah because i think we know what ernie clement is and i think he's just going to be a super utility player for the Indians for the next handful of years
1: Mm -hmm. and i like Ernie clement i just don't think he's a Everyday player, and that's nothing against him.
0: But like you said, like you know, I think is going to happen with Ernie Clement. I think in like Hmm. two or three years, a team kind of like like the Pirates did with um. I just had his name. He played for the Indians. Uh, Indians. uh, He was in the Luplo trade. um, How how we got Luplo? Gonzalez. Oh,
1: yeah, Eric Gonzalez.
0: Yeah, Eric Gonzalez. One of those guys where, like, he showed kind of flashes at times, and then, like, the Pirates were like, oh, yeah, let's see. Let's trade, like, you know, one of our guys who we don't really use anymore, and then they end up trading Clement for somebody who ends up producing for them and helping the Major League ballpark. Yeah. You know, I see clothes. that.
1: You know who Clement would look good, really good with, too? Who I think could be his ceiling as a player?
0: Joy yeah. Wendell. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can see that. Yeah. Does, he's not going to hit for a lot of power. He's got a nice swing. He plays good defense, yeah. you know, defensively. He could run. He could play everywhere. You know, he could play second. I mean, he, he's played left field. He started today at second. He could play short. He could play third. So, you know, why not at this yeah. point? You know, I again, much rather see, I'd rather see guys like him play over, you know, Cesar Hernandez who we already know what, what we have. 100%. Yes. Or, you know, like I'd rather see Owen Miller play, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd rather see over 100%. Owen Miller, yeah. Owen Miller play over someone like the Yu Chang, because again, we I think we all know what Yu Chang is, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. He, uh, I keep hitting the MLB app and it starts <laughs> playing the highlights. I, <laughs> <laughs> like I know, I know, Fred will hit the home run in the eighth, but we lost six to four. So sorry. I no, uh, you really
1: don't like Daniel Johnson.
0: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't play that clip. <laughs> I didn't play that clip. Uh, the Blue Jays acquire another pitcher, Joaquin Soria, from the Diamondbacks for two players to be named later. Again, their bullpen, extremely sus. Everybody's hurt. So they go out and they get two guys and Joaquin Soria and Brad Hand. Again, playoff experience, been closers so they can pitch wherever. Um, you know, they just... You know just crafty veterans and especially Joaquin Soria, who's 38. I feel like he's been in the league for
1: 40 years. I don't know why, but it feels like he has.
0: Yeah, I'm reading it right here 37 years old, joining his ninth team in 14 seasons.
1: Yeah, okay. So I'm not losing my mind.
0: Okay. No, yeah. and has a career 229 career saves. It's crazy. He was Jesus. really once a, a really dominant uh, pitcher. Uh, yeah, and
1: I, I, he still is pretty good. Yeah, he just, he he is. just throws yeah. so slow, but it works out so well for him.
0: Uh, let's see. The Red Sox acquire Hansel Robles from the Twins for Alex Sheriff.
1: Good, um, ready to move.
0: Yeah. I mean, hopefully, if you're a Red Sox fan, basically every pitcher that the Twins signed this year has been awful. Right. Uh, just completely down the road. Hap, Robles, Cole May um shoemaker i mean it, it i think it's like a negative it, it's it was like a crazy it was like a, i think over a negative 20 war or something to that effect i saw like the analytics for those four guys so it's like
1: a twin thing
0: yeah so yeah, yeah exactly and you know he doesn't have to pitch in he probably doesn't have to pitch in like high leverage situations um but role was one of the better pitchers in baseball you know a couple years ago
2: mm-hmm. uh
0: is a very uh, a lone bright spot for the for the pitching rotation for the Angels. Um, I think he was their closer. A yeah, a few years ago. So, um, Braves acquire Adam Duvall again from the Marlins for Alex Jackson, catcher. You know, just one of those deals that you know, again makes a lot of sense. Uh Duvall. It was weird that he even left. You know, and to leave for five million dollars was kind of weird but Duval hit it for a lot of power last year for the for the Braves and um yeah, yeah the
1: Braves might have like the weirdest strongest outfield in baseball now
0: yeah I mean so so now they have Rosario they have Duval, but Duval can play corner outfield or corner infield yeah. too and outfield um they got Jack Peterson which we talked about uh they traded for um uh, Jorge Soler which is weird Um,
1: that's that's the strangest one to me because he he's awful defensively
0: yeah yeah so it's just like how do you I I know I think he's a free agent at the end of the year so it's just like does he feel because the thing about Sandoval was he played in a significant amount of games this year but he I don't think he I, I don't think he played like I think he only played like one inning of actual field I think he was just a purely a pinch hitter slash DH for the Braves this year so
1: yeah I mean yeah that could that could be his new like role with them as just DH and stuff but like even when like my question is is like let's say when Mazzaro comes back healthy right yeah what's your outfield because obviously like
0: Christian Tosh
1: is playing center right
0: no no, I don't think so I think you I think you have to take him out I think that's what I'm saying I think you know your
1: outfit's so slow
0: I think you have do. Du- I think you have Rosario. I think you have, because Jack was playing some center field for the Cubs, and then I think he put Duval in right, and then yeah, I
1: said, that's just the weirdest outfield to me.
0: It is very weird. It's extremely. And weird. I mean, I
1: know Duval is really good defensively, but he's not, he's not like he just makes the plays that he needs to make. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But he's not gonna like. I don't know. I just feel like if you hit a gap against them, you could get triples or easily.
0: Yep.
1: Maybe I'm just overthinking it, but
0: yeah. Uh, another under the radar move that I kind of missed. I'll be honest with you, I missed this one. The Braves acquired Richard Rodriguez, uh, the closer from deadline the deadline deal. For, effort. Uh, Bryce Wilson and Ricky Devito. Um, yeah. I know Bryce Wilson was is one of their top prospects. Uh, so, but yeah, the Braves kind of shoring up their bullpen. Retooling our outfield it? for this year. Um, I mean, when you lose Acuna, you lose Ozuna f- due to um, you know legal TV. issues. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like you know, fuck him. Nobody likes him. Um, but obviously, yeah. Acuna to lose him in such a heartbreaking way the Saturday before the All Star break. It that it sucks. Uh, but Rodriguez under control for um through 2023 so this is a move to solidify their bullpen for the future I believe their bullpen's been kind of shoddy this year too uh but yeah the injury bug just kind of hit the Braves and they had to you know do something you
1: know To oh yeah and and honestly it's a uh you know how I, I think it's your guy that you follow and you told me about daddy Demu yeah that yeah
0: daddy Demu yeah
1: he he tweeted he said what he say? He said, so we just – the Bra-, he's a Braves fan, correct? Yep. yep. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't yeah. know a lot he's about a M- Yeah,
0: he's an MLB The Show streamer, so it's, like – and YouTuber. So yeah. yeah. Daddy did
1: He tweeted, he's like, so the Braves just doing nothing to shore up the bullpen? And, like, three cents later, he, like, tweeted back at that one and said, since the squeeze was made, they have shored up the bullpen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I had
1: to look into it. But, yeah, yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a really good – I mean, that Rodriguez has done really good for the – he's, like, probably – one of the three bright spots for the Pirates this year.
0: Yep. yep, yep, yep. Um. And again, he's been really, really good. You know, the, like you said, the the lone brights, one of a lone couple bright spots for the Pirates. I yeah. I was curious to see if they were gonna move him. Um, but you know, if you can get a, I mean, a significant guy in Bryce Wilson back, um, as a as a starting pitcher, you know, why not? You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the choir, the the Cardinals acquire. That's what I meant to say. The Cardinals acquire uh two lefties, uh John Lester and J Hap. Uh J Hap and Cash from the Twins for John Gant and Evan Sisk. Um Gant's been weird this year. He, I mean, the amount of walks he has, he almost has the, the same amount of the same amount of walks as innings pitch this year. Which is just really? insane, yeah. Yeah, um, no, no, no. they had to take him out of their his their rotation because he just walked so many. Um, but you know, hap expiring contract, you know, whatever they can get. I think he's probably somebody who, you know, they're already a, a significant amount of games out of first place. But you know, if obviously they have injuries with uh, Jack Flaherty and Miles uh, Michaelis, so. It's just like hopefully they can both eat some innings. And then Lester. everybody knows who Lester is. And they give up uh, Lane Thompson, an, an outfielder. Um, but, yeah, just, uh, you know, two veteran lefties for the Cardinals. and are you know, the very, same
1: kind of lefties, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, exactly.
1: Just crafty lefties at this point in their careers, just know how to get outs.
0: And, you know, whatever they get. From those guys is whatever they get from them because I they're not going to be back next year, so right, exactly. it really doesn't matter. Uh, we talked about Jorge Soler from the Royals, the Braves acquired him. Um, the Yankees acquire Andrew Haney and cash from the Angels for Jason Junk, that's kind of funny, and Elvis Pagaro, uh, um, punk or junk, not punk, junk. Is a twenty-seven. It was the number twenty-seven uh, prospects for the Yankees. Um, it's funny talking about the Angels, and I, 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 I. think it's your tweet that, I've seen the most. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have two MVPs on their team yet are selling at the deadline. Kind of hilarious. Yeah. And I know Mike Trout's been hurt, but it's just like the fact of like the Angels are always going to Angels, and of course they trade. Their lone starting pitcher now, Haney, he's a free agent at the end of the year, so you know, they can always sign him back, I suppose. But it's uh, kind of funny that that happened.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's 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 kind of annoying to see like they have that much of uh, those kind of players, and they're just uh, like selling. Yes.
0: They can't they
1: can't put it together. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's they really can
0: Yeah, they really can't. And it
1: sucks that the year that Ohtani goes out and does this shit. That Trout, trout this is the hurt. year that Trout gets hurt, yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping <laughs> next year, like, as a baseball fan, that we can see those two on the field at the same time.
0: Yeah, I mean, imagine Otani leading off with then Trout hitting second. And you yeah. hope, like, Anthony Rendon. It seems like every free agent they ever signed just never pans out. Anthony Rendon yeah. just been awful this year and banged up. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it's tough. Uh, the A's acquire Jan Gomes and Josh Harrison and Cash from the Nationals. For a catcher Jew, Milas, Seth Sherman, and Richard Gouch. Let's see. Only one was – Milas was the only one who was ranked in the top 30. Um, You know, veteran catcher for the A's in Gomes. And Harrison, who can play basically any position. I mean, if you want to talk about an Oakland A type player – I mean, this, it's Josh Harrison, I think, you know. Um, when right. you think of, like, super utility guys, you think Jed Lowry. You think – you you—you you th- you literally think of somebody like Josh Harrison. And, again, can play everywhere. He can play outfield. He can play second. He can play short. He can play third. So, it's just kind of like whatever Oakland needs him to do, he'll do. And when you have Gomes, I mean, Seth Murth- Murphy uh, – a younger catcher in the league um but gomes obviously has that experience um this year he's been hitting 275 so and he'll be a free agent free agent at the end of the year
1: yeah I I mean, a, yeah and like you said he can mentor murphy yeah, too
0: exactly i mean he he knows how to com- command a uh a pitching staff um if oakland's gonna make a a run in the playoffs they're gonna need a a veteran catcher like young gomes and i mean and he right. he could still hit and he's still one of the better defensive catchers in the league so you know just one of those things i agree uh mm-hmm. i'm trying to speed through these uh let's see phillies acquire kyle gibson ian kennedy and hans kraus and cash from the rangers for spencer howard who's one of their top prospects uh kevin gaudy and joss genser yeah and i genser? can't believe
1: they gave up howard yeah, um, I don't know why. I just feel like when I think of the Phillies, I don't think of a playoff team. I guess, and I could be wrong. It just—I don't know. There's just a lot to give up. I feel like, but gibson they going for it, a good you know year. I
0: mean? Yeah, but going no, and it, I respect you know?
1: it. Yeah, yeah, and I respect it.
0: I mean, shit. Now they have three guys, and and Nola, Zach Wheeler, and and uh, and Kyle Gibson, who. I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty good one-two-three punch. I mean, no, yeah, I, you're right. I believe there are only a handful of games out of you know contention because, like, the Mets. I mean, for the move they made today, they still. I mean, their pitching rotation is still very uh sus to say the least. They don't so.
1: don't talk shit about my World Series pick.
0: Yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying like oh <laughs> uh, like it's tough like if if you're looking at the Mets, you're like Jacob Degrom suffered another setback. I mean, Carlos Carrasco just came back, uh, I believe today, right? So, yeah,
1: yeah. No, tomorrow is it Saturday.
0: No, so I believe it might it it have been today.
1: It. Yeah, you might um, be, be right.
0: But like a lot of those guys that they were banking on this year are still yeah. banged up. So, and that's not to mention the position players that have been hurt all year for, for the Mets.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like every year they just get ravaged with injuries.
0: Uh, let's see. We talked about the Dodgers acquiring Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. Uh, the White Sox ac- acquired Craig Kimbrell from the Cubs. So they made two separate trades with the Cubs. Uh, this one, they get Nick Madrigal, who's was hurt, um, but uh, he'll be back next year and is a top young prospect, middle infielder. So the Cubs get somebody who I think has a chance to be a a, a stud hitter. Um, he's not oh, ready yeah. for power, but when you talk about just pure contact hitter, I mean, even in his first year, Magical was one of the better guys uh, in baseball. I mean, he just didn't mm-hmm. strike out, which is kind of insane for a young hitter to be, have that kind of played awareness and to be able to foul off as many pitches as he did this year. Um, and just He kind of reminds
1: out. me, yeah, he reminds me of kind of like a Brian Roberts.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Just like he's not gonna hit for the power like you said, but he's gonna get on base almost every time. Play he plays really solid second too.
0: Yeah, and that's then, a, it's a,
1: that's a good get for the Cubs.
0: And then they also get Cody Hoyer, a uh, hard-throwing right-handed pitcher out of their bullpen. They have him under control for another handful, like three, four more years. So, um, you know, as crazy as this rebuild for the Cubs is. And then in two, three years, I think they could, yeah. you know, be back in to contention. Like, and I, when I mean by like playoff contention, I literally mean like, you know, like basic, maybe a little bit over 500, but enough to be right. like, Hey, they're a fun team to watch. So, <laughs> right. Like, you know, game in and game out. So, but yet the Cubs, kind of like the Mariners now. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I said the Cubs, but I meant the White Sox. The White Sox again, just solidifying their bullpen to get Craig Kimbrel, who's been extremely, extremely good this year. They already have Liam Hendricks, who they paid a ton of money. They just got Ryan Tepera too. I mean, their bullpen it, it is. Whew.
1: Yeah, and they have Garrett Crochet in there, and still yeah. bummer. Yeah, that 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 bullpen is just
0: massive. And and Kim Kimbrel has a option for sixteen million um for next year, so. He is it player ready. or club? Uh, let's see. Club option. So yeah
1: he, yeah, he 100% should be back. I mean, it play. Kim, Kimball might be looking the best that he ever has in his career, which is scary because he's –
0: Because he was one of the best of all closers time at in some the point. game. Like, yeah. yeah. It's crazy what he's doing right now. Yeah, it's it's pretty insane because
1: – Yeah. I'm
0: trying to remember – I was his last year with Boston, and then he was super late signing with the Cubs. Yeah, he hasn't looked
1: good.
2: He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't that
0: that. good. Well, yeah, because the one year he didn't have the spring training. Yeah. I think it was in 2019. He didn't have the spring training, so he was just kind of meh. And last year, obviously, last year is just last year, and what a weird year. But this year, he's been back to like you said, looking
1: like as good as ever. Yeah. So it's crazy the resurgence
0: uh the blue jays this was a under the radar blockbuster get jose barrios from the twins first uh shortstop slash outfielder austin martin and top prospect pitcher uh simon woods richardson is it simon it's a really good simon? trade
1: for both sides i think it's simeon simeon, simeon. woods richardson yeah, uh, that's the same guy who got traded for uh, Marcus for your, Stroman. Marcus I'm almost Stroman. positive. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: he he was. Yeah,
1: yeah that's a, that's a really good trade for both sides, in my opinion, and I hate it because, I mean, uh, what's the guy's name? Martin is that his name?
0: Yeah, Martin. Yeah.
1: He he he's blocked for a long time. Yeah, so I think he plays second short. I mean, anyone in the infield is blocked. The infield just stacked for them, mm-hmm. and then um,
0: he's their Both those guys, number two and number four prospects in their organization. Yeah.
1: It's a, uh, it's a good trade for both teams in my opinion. You get Burroughs to the Blue Jays, and he's he's nasty when he's right.
0: Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, and like
1: you said, he might just he's not hasn't been looked the, the best this year, but like you said, kind of too. Get him away from Minnesota, who knows?
0: And Austin Martin, the number 16 overall prospect out of the top hundred. And- oh really? I see and Let's see, let me scroll because I have the list right here. Uh, uh, Woods Richardson is number 68.
1: Oh, so they so, have four prospects in the top 100 then?
0: Yeah, because they have um. Peer, uh,
1: Pearson is in Jordan top 15. Okay.
0: Is 32. Uh, Martin is 16. Oh, and Nate Pearson. Nate Pearson yeah. is number nine.
1: Okay. Yeah. Damn. That's a really. Good yeah. That's a really good trade then for the Twins. Two guys in the top 100.
0: Yeah, and they and they have their number five guy, Gabriel Montero, a catcher, is number
1: 98. Well, shit. All right.
0: Yeah. Kind of a. Uh, yeah. Pretty good day for them for the Twins. Um, yeah. Probably one of those. Uh, again, the Twins they held on to Buxton. Kind of weird. Um. But hey, you know, if you could maybe work out a deal long term with him, you have a lot of guys for your middle infield now i mean they have royce lewis um who's the number 13 overall prospect you know uh they have austin martin now who's like i said number 16 so you know it's just one of those things where maybe not next year but the year after for the twins they they could be right back in in the uh you know fighting for the division now i don't think that they have the pitching obviously now um, right. They'd have to develop some, but their offense could continue to be lethal. In the Twins
1: opinion. defense, too, they do go out and spend money when they can.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So they can
1: still go get the generator. It just
0: And that's what they did this year, and it just didn't work out for them.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, and it happens.
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, the Mets acquire Javi Baez and Trevor Williams and cash from the Cubs for outfielder Pete Crow Armstrong. Baez playing short uh, until Lindor comes back, and then we'll kind of move over to second. I mean, that'll That's be a fun double play.
1: Such a scary defense.
0: Defensively, scary. Offensively this year, not as scary. In my yeah, opinion.
1: hit and miss. Yeah, definitely hit or miss. Defensive-wise, especially. no one's going past that middle.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. And then Trevor Williams, again, with the Mets and their uh their rotation being hurt for so long this year, I mean, it's just – uh. You know, to get another starting pitcher for the time being, because uh, Jacob DeGrom, a question mark still. Uh, Noah Sinterk, right. still a question mark. I mean, like we said, don't really know what you're going to get for Carlos Carrasco, so.
1: Right. He's not the best, Williams, but if he gives you Indians, that's all you can ask for right now is be in the Mets.
0: Yep. Until and, people get back. And Crow Armstrong uh, was the 19th overall pick last year, and their number five prospect, 19 years old. So it's just one of those things where they knew yeah. he wasn't going to be there. Javi Baez wasn't going to be a Cub long term. So, um, just to get up basically a first round pick for Javi Baez, hopefully he could develop for the Cubs, and you know we'll see him in right. three years or whatever.
1: Could you imagine if he resigns too?
0: Yeah, that would be the that, yeah, that, that would be equally right The only issue, really, is I mean, is the The hitting really i mean that's a lot of strikeouts in that lineup when you have peter right. Lonzo, who's extremely miss. javi baez is i believe leading the league in strikeouts as a hitter
3: <laughs> um
0: obviously lindor i mean he doesn't strike out like a ton but he hasn't been hitting well it, it'll it'll be interesting to see what, yeah. what happens
1: uh Not a flash there though if they do
0: Yeah, and then the last deal uh, the Giants acquire Chris Bryant from the Cubs uh, for two guys who – Seeing
1: Chris Bryant crying in the dugout after that deal went through was sad as shit. I don't know if you've seen that video.
0: Yeah, I did see that. Uh, Before we talk about it, uh, the the prospects the San Francisco sent over was their number nine and their number three. Thirty prospect according to MLB Pipeline. So for 930? again, for for whatever those are worth for a half a year of Chris Bryant, but I can see Chris Bryant being one of those guys who ends up signing long term yeah. once he hit free free agency. Um, but yeah,
1: yeah, that's a that's a that's a good like I said like we talked about. Earlier, that's a really good trade for the Giants, especially because when you are seeing the two teams chasing from behind making blockbuster trades, you kind of got to make a move and. That's, I mean, it's a great move, and they got. You could say they got maybe the best pure hitter on the trade market.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, I'm just saying hitter, Trey hitting wise.
0: Trade Turner, yeah. Trade, 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 Turner's probably number yeah, one.
1: Yeah, I I, I, I keep forgetting Turner was traded. It still blows my mind that it fucking happened. Um,
0: but I would yeah, think I would, I, think, Chris, I would I, think Chris Bryant definitely number two off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think um, about really,
0: yeah, I'm trying to go through this list right quick, really quickly. Um, Shor- uh, no, Schwarber, all power. Rizzo is what it is. Joey Gallo, all power. Yeah, I would. I yeah. would, I would say agree. Turner.
1: Then The more I'm thinking about it, I'd say Turner than Bryant. But either way, I mean, you see a team get Turner. Yeah. And you go out and get the, the – Second best, you know what I mean? That's still mm-hmm. that's and you're leading that division. People, no one thought you're gonna lead that division, which is even better. You gotta make that trade when nobody thought that you were even gonna.
0: Oh, maybe, maybe Nelson Cruz year? maybe you can make the argument. Oh, Cruz. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just going through I forget because like, the
1: dude's 55.
0: Yeah, but he, I would still, I would still rank top three hitters acquired. Um, number one Trey Turner, Chris Bryant, Nelson Cruz,
1: yeah. So. Honestly, if you go pure hitter, you could say Cruz could be number one too. Yeah, I
0: mean, you yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. All that man
1: does is hit the ball and hits average, crushes the yeah. ball. Yeah. God, came Kay- <laughs> this deadline was just crazy,
0: dude. I'm just I'm <laughs> exhausted reading all those off. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. With I had you. to
1: go to yeah, I had to go to softball at, four, at I had to leave the house at four ten. And I was on my phone till four or five because <laughs> I was like, Chris Bryant just got traded. Well, five minutes past. What do you mean? Yeah,
0: <laughs> like there were deals. Like we said, like I didn't even realize the. Richard Rodriguez deal but I guess that was like what you said 25 minutes after the deadline yeah
1: well I heard today I thought so I thought the deal had to be complete by four o'clock but I heard today that if you're on the phone with the team and you tell the like the office that you can go past the time I I don't know if that's true or not
0: I kind of like that because I don't really like like the hard four o'clock deadline
1: yeah So that's why a lot of those deals come in late. But before we end this, we kind of like can I just make one little rant here? Not really a rant, but what are we doing, Rockies?
0: Well, uh, this was what I was going to get at. I was going to say the main guy who didn't get traded, who we everybody thought was going to get traded, especially after him being part of the home run derby in his home ballpark, Trevor Story. Yeah, the I my idea was, hey, this guy, let him do the home run derby, and then. Whether it was a few days later, like get traded and then boom, like you get what you can. Right. But I guess not. Yeah. So I'll let you have the floor because I talked (laughs) a bunch. These last two
1: episodes. (laughs) Well, well, you're the the phone the phone person. You're so good at it. But like my whole. My whole I don't want you to get mad at me again. Um <laughs> <laughs> My whole my whole thing with the story thing is like it goes back to this offseason when they traded Arenado. Like you're gonna trade this dude, the face of your franchise, what last ten years maybe? I don't yeah. know the correct ten years. You not only trade him but then pay his Basically, pay his contract, give them money to take him. Are you shitting me? And then you're not gonna trade the other guy who's been here who you're just gonna let go this offseason and hopefully get a pick for him like come on like do better like that's that shouldn't happen it's shitty I feel bad for Trevor Story he could be on a contending team right now like the Oakland A's um but he could be on some team right now just it just just makes it's just so frustrating to see like the Rockies do this to this guy like why not why not give him give him to a team you're gonna get something good for back for him at least get something it just it's just annoying, but go ahead. You can you can rant now.
0: I just I also just didn't understand it. You have, tra- again, this whole you trade Nolan Arenado. You give him fifty million, and Nolan Arenado, for I I believe it was like five or six prospects. Who I mean, uh, the pitcher, uh, I believe Gumber. He's yeah. been pretty good this year. He has like a three point seven ERA. I think he's like seven and five or eight and five. So he's been a, a very good, you know, starting pitcher for for the Rockies. Um, but it was somebody you had under contract and you ship away. Yet Trevor Story, like you you just said, you you're not gonna re-sign him. And I guess their hope is, you know, sign him to the qualifying offer and get a comp pick in next year's draft. Yeah. But it's- that like that's that all you get for him, and and potentially like with the CBA being um, reworked this offseason, that potentially couldn't even, might not even happen. So they could potentially lose Trevor Story for absolutely nothing.
1: Wouldn't that be poetic justice, though?
0: Yeah, but I mean, it just suck for Rocky fans because I just yeah, I I feel for Rocky. I feel fans. for them.
1: Yeah, but I I do not feel for the Rocky ownership and GM and all that. That, It's just, it's shitty what they did to Trevor Story, to be honest. And their fans. And what they their fans. fans.
0: Yeah, because at least you go, all right, you go into this year going, we're going to suck. Let's just enjoy Trevor Story for for half a year. You end up getting the all-star game, and you're like, okay. And then Trevor Story's like, all right, I'm going to do the home run derby. And they're like, yeah, you know, a, a nice goodbye for, you know, you know, and then trade him. They could have traded him the next day. They
1: yeah, could have anybody. traded him
0: that Wednesday or Thursday, and I think fans would have completely understood. If I'm a mm-hmm. Rockies fan, I'm completely, I'm, I'm pissed off that I didn't trade one of my favorite players because I knew that they weren't going to resign him. And he doesn't. He obviously doesn't want to be here. You know, he obviously, it, maybe that's not. He probably likes Denver and Colorado and all that stuff. He just probably sick of, you know, how they run their organization. Right. So
1: uh it's frustrating
0: yeah it definitely is frustrating um so let's pick let's pick like three winners and three losers of this set line
1: oh shit okay
0: i know i just i just um, you want me to like, go first so you want to yeah pick? yeah go ahead go first
1: uh, okay um can i just pick a whole division as one of my winners yeah go ahead is that okay yeah al west i mean al N- N-L, west. nl west yeah yeah. I mean, all,
0: three I mean,
1: <laughs> all three of those teams? All three of those teams. That's the thing. I, I could pick one, two, and three, but I, I said it's a top out. But was, the top three teams, Dana Westman, and one winners, they did everything they can do to try to outbattle the other one. And they all had amazing pickups, all did great things to their teams. Um, hmm, another winner.
0: Ooh, Just pick like, one more winner uh, that you think that you really okay. you
1: did. Um, I'll say the Mets, honestly. Yeah. Getting Baez, the fill-in for Lindor, because Lindor is a big injury out, and then when he comes back, ship Baez second. And, yeah, I, I like what the Mets did, too. Yeah,
0: I'm trying, then, to, I'm trying yeah, to think. You do
1: your winners, and I do my losers.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, thinking about some winners, you know, I, I would say the White Sox, obviously. I mean, they were going to win the division anyway, um, but – to solidify that bullpen even more now. And I mean, even, even though we talk shit on him almost every podcast to get somebody like Cesar Hernandez, a veteran second baseman, I mean, he'll fit right in. There was an obvious mm-hmm. hole for them and, you know, whether he hit second for them or eighth for them, ew, I'm sure he'll have a clutch hit in, you know, <laughs> in the playoffs or something for them, or he'll just continue to be like Cesar Hernandez and, you know, to strike out with the bases loaded because he can't hit a fastball. It's either <laughs> one or the other. He's, right, gonna no, hit like, right? he's gonna hit like a weak single the other way, or he's gonna strike out with the bases load. I, I, I don't buy into him hitting a home run, I just don't. Sorry, no, no, yeah, no I agree. And then another winner, hmm, I re- I like what I like what the A's did, uh, getting Jan Gomes, getting. Josh Harrison, they're just a super under the radar team, every year, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, because that when you look at their roster, it's not like they have all these holes either. But to just still go out and get two quality players, uh, and oh, yeah, they go and get uh, Marte too, yeah. So, how can you yeah. not like that right. either?
2: Right, and I guess you
0: know, my third team. Maybe this is a homer, but I like what the Indians did overall. You're out of it. I I can't get worked into a shoot over, you know, trading Cesar Hernandez or Eddie Rosario. The Rosario one was weird because you get Paulo Sandoval back, who you just released. But I I didn't really understand that. But I guess if you're the Indians, like there's only so many. There's only so many. Yeah, but there's only like so many guys you could bring back who you might eventually have to put on your forty man next year right. anyway. So, and then like I, I, really like I know it's super under radar, but I like the straw pickup like that we talked about earlier. I
1: love this. Yeah, love it. So,
0: if you're the Indians fan slash Guardians fan, um, this is a frustrating year, but it's really only frustrating because of the injuries. That's right. that's what it is. If you know, if your top three starting pitchers didn't go down for two months, you're in contention and you're proud you might be even leading the division. You know what I mean? At that point.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, very true.
0: So, it just sucks. Like we've talked about multiple times on, on this podcast. Yeah. So who's your losers?
1: So I have three losers actually, and I'll I'll run through these quickly. All right. Number one, the Rockies, and you guys yep. already heard my rant about them. don't need to do yep. that again. Yep. Um, the Mariners. We talked about those. Yeah, days I was gonna ago, say them as my loser. Makes no sense. Yep. Yeah. It just makes no sense. Whoever they got back still makes no sense getting rid of him to the Astros. And my third loser may surprise people because they were very active. It just makes no sense to me because I, they're not going to make a playoffs in my opinion, and that's the Yankees. Um, and I, okay, it's weird calling a loser, but like, I just, I just don't see the play. I mean, unless they really think they're going to get Rizzo to be signed. Which they could, but then also like, what do you do with Luke Boyd? Like, is Joy Gallo playing center field for you guys every week?
2: Yeah,
1: every day now. Is he an every day center fielder? Which he could, yeah, but he then could. also that, out, that outfield is going to be one of those weird, slow outfields. Gallo's really good in right field, but he's not like getting balls and gaps. You know I mean, um, unless he they has, like, unless
0: they move Stanton to be a uh, a DH every day, but they can't even. And then yeah, you don't can,
1: play Luke Boyd. Yeah, then you don't. That's play what I'm Luke saying. Voigt.
0: Yeah, you can't even do that. they yeah. just
1: it. Just so the moves they made, I like. I like the players. It just. Now, how do you reconstruct that lineup? Because if you do put Gallo in center, like I said, I love Gallo and right. It's just he's not getting balls in the gaps, you know what I mean? That outfield's going to be
0: What about judge to center, too, I guess. Yeah, what about Joey Gallo to third and Gio to short?
1: I mean, yeah, I, that could make sense. And
0: then sense. to second, maybe? And Voight, your yeah, DH. You, you get rid of Torres, who's been pretty awful this year?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. Whatever they do, it just – it's whatever they do, they're hurting one of their players, you know what I mean? Yep. Somebody's going to be mad or their defense is going to take a hit. But, yeah, I think the Yankees is my other one just because they did a lot of moves for a team that I don't think is going to make the playoffs. But go ahead. Let's see yours.
0: Yeah, so I agree with your first two. Uh, obviously, just the Rockies not getting rid of Trevor Story just did, doesn't make sense to me because you could you could have got him for – at def, at this point, is. Is a comp pick like is the number 35, 36 comp pick worth the same amount as, you know, I don't know, three or four other prospects? Like I just right. I don't really know. Um obviously like you said, Seattle. So I don't I don't have to say much more about Seattle. Um I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't think the nationals were gonna gut their team like they did. I like that they. I like that they were able to get Ruiz and and Josiah Gray, but the fact that they have Juan Soto and nobody now, it's like Juan <laughs> Soto and Josh Bell, and like that's it.
1: And you got Zimmerman.
0: Yeah, yeah, but he, I mean, I remember hard... him.
1: He he's a loser. I remember not in a way, but he came back.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he came back, and you know, for this to happen, he played pretty well, and it's just like I don't. I don't really understand it, you know. Like yeah. you still have Trey Turner. You're telling me you have another full season to work out. You have a full off season this off season and a full year next year to work out a contract extension with Trey Turner. And you're telling me you can't. You can't. You can't do that. One of the best, the best shortstop in the league. You you just you're just giving him away to and the Dodgers. Gonna,
1: yeah, maybe you guys to get Seager.
0: I mean, maybe, but at that point, like at that point, I don't understand it.
1: No, yeah, I agree.
0: Like, Juan Soto's the new Mike Trout. Oh wow! Except he won a World Series. Yeah. Is his first year? Like he yeah. they won, and good thing they did because they're, he, because <laughs> now, unless unless this is like grand scheme picture where they're just saving all this money to where whenever Juan Soto hits free agency, they just give him a half a billion dollars, which <laughs>
1: could Great foreseeably
0: happened. happen. Um, unless they do that, like, I just don't understand. I, I, I don't, I truly don't understand. I, I just don't understand tra- trading Trey Turner. That's yeah. in a deal that you're already trading Max Scherzer. Who, again, you're going to get all yeah, off I, Max Scherzer anyway, but you that The bulk of that deal was getting a year and a half of Trey Turner and the potential mm-hmm. 100%. of already having him on your team to where when he does hit free agencies, you can re-sign him and give him a bunch of money.
2: Mm-hmm. Totally and, then,
0: and then obviously, like, you trade Jan Gomes, you trade Josh Harrison, you trade Kyle Schwarber. Like, those guys were on one-year deals anyway, so it really doesn't matter. But, you know, you go out and Will Crow hasn't been, like, he's been actually awful for the Pirates and he was like the main pitcher in the Josh Bell trade. But you go out and you get Josh Bell and you're like, all right, we're going to be fairly competitive this year. And they just weren't. I mean, they were for like two weeks when they had that stretch when Kyle Schwarber was getting all the home runs. and Like that was it. Brad Hand's been awful. Uh, Their entire bullpen has been awful. Uh, Strasburg you signed to a seven-year deal worth like 250 million dollars he's been hurt i think he's i think i saw somewhere he's pitched like 30 something innings since signing that deal last year or
1: yeah last yep. off- was- which, he was he pitched the same amount of innings he did in the playoffs that he's done since like yeah.
0: that yeah just I, I mean and he's also one of those guys where you know you want to re-sign your guys but he's also been extremely injury prone and he was coming off of like you know the awesome World Series so that also was played a huge part of it but it's just like man the Nationals have had a ton of just elite players obviously Harper, Rendon, Soto, Trey Turner, Max Scherzer and I mean they're they're just super lucky that uh, they've been able to uh, they they actually got lucky and won the World Series kind of like the Cubs you know what I mean like imagine Mm -hmm. if the Cubs didn't win the World Series and they traded all those guys you know, I don't think oh, the yeah, lure yeah. of, like, the last two years in, in Chicago would be the same as it was. You know what I mean? So.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. 100 that
0: And then my third loser. Um, like, I'm trying to think of a team that made like, – I don't really understand what the Braves did with their outfield. Like, I feel like yeah. they just kind of said – we're just going to get guys and try to plug them in through the time being and mm-hmm. to an extent. I kind of like it because it's like you're playing video games and you're just like, all right, this guy, it his card says he can play outfield. So let's just put him. <laughs> but like practically when you're like trying to figure things out, you just have a whole bunch of guys on who are going to be free agents at the end of the year attempting to play outfield and none of those yep. guys have range except Duval and Duvall's already like what 31 32 years old so
2: yeah
0: I don't yeah it's just kind of weird I also maybe and I don't want to say like a loser because they got Chris Bryant but it would have been nice to see the Giants get like just another like lower tier bat. maybe I don't know yeah along with Chris Bryant but yeah I don't know that's really my only rant about that because I, I want to say Toronto, but then they got, you know, Jose Barrios. So. Right. But then again, like, giving up your number two and number four prospect for Jose Barrios, a year and a half of him, that's a lot to give up.
1: hmm But the good thing is, like they, we like said earlier, kind of about, like, uh, the Dodgers, those guys will kind of block.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, the, they the were. The infield
1: was. The, yeah. the pitcher really wasn't, but the infield was.
0: No. No, yeah. But, the yeah, they, they didn't have – they don't have a spot in their middle infield at all, so. Yeah. Just like it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I think that'll do it. Um I got like one
1: a... last thing to say. All right, go ahead. Because it is um, what's the date today?
0: The 31st all I'm now? saying
1: that did you just see Fenmel race's quote he just said today at mm, all?
0: No, I did not. He said if well, any so... of
1: our players get hit,
0: okay, this is ahead.
1: personal. I take no shit on fucking purpose. We're not going to try to hit anybody on purpose. So, me personally, I'm not taking anything on purpose. It's a big problem if they hit me. So, get ready for this series. That's
0: yeah, it kind of I'm sucks saying. that, like, the Indians are, like, what, nine and a half games out now? Nine games out now? It would have been a yeah. lot more interesting if they were, like, four games out and this happened.
1: Right. But it's gotta, it will be interesting because LaRouche be is an old school so, manager who will hit yes, somebody.
0: So – did you did you explain what happened like on the? I don't think so because that happened. We had some technical difficulties in the middle of this, so it's like two different parts. Um, but I don't think you explained what happened in the game that, because you you have you explained what happened like how they ended up scoring, but I don't right think you so, explain what happened after all that?
1: Yeah, so I don't remember I did or not, but so basically, Karachek who's really wild. Threw up and hit Jose Abreu in the head with a fastball, which if you're an Indians fan or any baseball fan, you watch Fairjack, he is wild. I think everybody knows that. Abreu uh, went down. When he went down, like most catchers do, um, Perez got right on, right over him, was like trying to help him, see if he's okay. Tony La Russa rushed out of the dugout, pushed Perez out of the way, and then started yelling at Perez. And Perez was like, what is going on? And Perez, you could see, getting a little more animated too. Dugouts emptied. Basically, Larusa made that whole thing happen. I don't think anybody knew that was thought that was on purpose. He's going up the line. Karachek apologizes to Abreu. They hug it out. Actually, from Mel was out there too, and he gave a a hug and was talking to him and like asked if he's okay and everything. So, but the, the way Larusa is and the old school manager type, he's going to try to. He's most likely going to make a pitcher hit one of our players tomorrow. And after that quote, they better hope it's not Reyes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. I would
1: not want that dude running at me. <laughs> well,
0: and it better not be Jose Ramirez. Oh, if it's Jose, I'll drive to Chicago. Well, no, because it, if it's Jose, Fran Mills hitting right behind him.
1: Yeah. Well, he even said a, he's he, in got a he, said, he <laughs> Yeah, he said don't hit any of my guys. That's yeah. what he says too. Yeah. So like, because like I feel like everybody knows in the Indians, like they're not trying to hit a brain You know there? I mean, why no. would they?
0: Karen, yeah, it's Never. bases loaded, nobody out. They're not yeah. trying to hit him.
1: Yeah, it's, and it's like I said, it's Karen Check. If anybody watches baseball, they know what that guy does.
0: He's effectively wild. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. Yeah,
1: it'll be did interesting.
0: You, did you hear the? Did you hear the quote from Tom Hamilton about Daniel Johnson?
1: Oh yeah, I read. Yeah. Okay. You can read say it again though.
0: No, I just. I, no. If you want to check, <laughs> if you want to check it out, the I have the whole like two three minute video, and it's on my Twitter. Like from the actual Goal like, broadcast, so go listen to it. Cause it's just it, the way Hammy just oof. Kind of yeah, you feel bad, but it's also like <laughs> it's it's everything True. we've always said on this podcast, honestly. It's like <laughs> how is it every right fielder we have just have strokes in right field? Like <laughs> I just don't understand it. Naylor, no, yeah. Daniel Johnson now, Harold Ramirez. Naquin, Naquin had him a lot. Yeah. Uh, Harold Ramirez in right field, like every right fielder, it's just like he, they can't play right field.
1: Yeah, it's like since you're true left, no one else knows how to play.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, for real. <laughs> ever ever since Drew Stubbs left, it's just like.
1: Yeah, i Drew Stubbs.
0: Well, this has been a two-hour podcast.
1: Yeah, makes sense. I I thought for sure it'll be like that.
0: So. you've made it this far number one thanks a lot for checking this out um like we said hopefully it's pretty smooth the zoom thing technical difficulties in the middle of it so that's why if it's like kind of weird uh i think i think it was like kyle forever we picked up on um that's that's why uh but overall hope if you enjoyed, Gabe, make sure to uh, get your social medias out and all that fun stuff.
1: Yep, Follow me on Twitter at YanezGabe13, Y-A-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E-1-3,
0: please. And you can follow me on Twitter at CaitlinK-A-T-L-A-N-O-S-K-N-O-D-E-S no Caitlin, and then C-L-E. Again, whether you're listening to this on Crunch Time with Caitlin or Lead Off Talk, just thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you share it like it subscribe to wherever you're listening if you're on Apple iTunes either way rate and review all that fun stuff that definitely helps and as always we'll see you in the next episode so take it easy